You're listening to the Extraordinary Everyday Podcast, episode number seven. Welcome to the Extraordinary Everyday Podcast, where women come to be inspired and motivated to become the best version of themselves and elevate the quality of their everyday. Now, here's your host, certified life coach, Wendy Johnson. Hello there, friends. What I'm here to talk to you today about is time management and how you use your time and make time for what's important. Time is dependent on how we perceive it and what we think about it. And it's an opinion. Everybody has a different idea of what time means to them. And I help my students to create and manage their time so they can achieve their dreams and goals. But there's something that our brains like to do, and that is to have freedom to react to whatever is happening outside of us. And we resist planning and scheduling. We resist making decisions ahead of time. We resist acting on our desires with deliberate intention. We think that having freedom to be in the flow and be spontaneous is the way we use our time. But I want to tell you that that opposite is true. The more you plan, then the more freedom you will have. The more you plan, the more you'll be able to create the results you want. You'll be able to have focus and clarity on the results you want. And you won't have guilt around the time you give yourself to have freedom and play. Also, you'll have more control and be able to produce more versus having that spontaneity and being out of control with your life. And the reason why you would not want to pre-plan your day is that you don't want to let yourself down if you don't show up. It's better just to begin your day and see how it goes, see how you feel and see what's happening. And then you decide to do something. Other times it may be that you have a hard time with follow through. And then most likely you want to have that freedom to not have it scheduled or have a plan to follow through and set out in the future. This is a relationship about your commitment to yourself and having your own back to follow through with your decisions. This isn't just a relationship with time, but It's a relationship with yourself. And that's what I want you to understand. You don't want to admit that you don't want to let yourself down or you don't have to let yourself down if you didn't plan your day or plan your exercise or plan the foods that you're going to eat. Say, for example, that we have a lunch date together. Well, most likely you're going to schedule it and you're going to show up and you will most likely be on time and you'll follow through on your commitment with me. You won't be a no-show or you won't cancel. The point I want to make is that it's easier to show up for other people, for your employers, than it is to show up for yourself. It's easier to schedule your life in the future when it involves other people. 
but it's not easy to show up for yourself and follow through on pre-deciding and planning ahead of time. So what I'm talking to you about is starting to own your time and running your life as if you're the most important person to respect and honor, and that will affect every area of your life. And this doesn't come naturally. It's something that we have to learn. And it's downright baffling to me. Why can't we be integrity with ourselves? Why can't we honor our word to ourselves? Why can't we schedule something for ourselves? And why do we change our mind and do something else rather than show up? Why don't we care enough about ourselves to really honor what our plans are for our future? Well, friends, I want you to know that we all have that survival brain. And that's the part of the brain that wants to keep us comfortable and safe. While it's trying to keep us alive, at the same time, it's pulling us off track from what we decided we wanted to do. It pulls us off our best intentions and plans we set for ourselves. And as humans, we have the capability to plan something, to follow through with the plan, and then complete it. This isn't something that will be natural for us to follow. We have to practice. We have to practice honoring our plan, showing up with our plan, following through with our plan and completing our plan. We have to overcome that part of the brain that is in survival mode in order to evolve ourselves to be more successful and create something in the future. We have to start listening and noticing when that survival mode is turned on. And it's always there to say, I'm too tired. I don't feel like it. I'll do it tomorrow. I'm not ready for that step yet. I'll do it this afternoon. Every time you go to do a task that is requiring you to use your prefrontal cortex, and that is have clarity and focus. And it's something that's harder to do than being spontaneous with our survival brain. But this is one of our superpowers, is to make time for ourselves. And here's what I mean by that. You can make time. You can create more time for yourself when you have a plan. And you will have more freedom from being laser focused during that time that you schedule. And in return, it's going to give you more time and more results. Let's say that you plan to write a blog for one hour tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. And when 10 a.m. comes, you don't feel like writing your blog and you'd rather check your email or call a friend, or respond to that coffee request. So you put it off until later in the day, or you wait until you feel like it. But that feeling never comes. Rarely it does it come in the same day. So you have to, those words that your survival brain 
is telling you, if you did what you said you were going to do, you'd complete writing your blog in the time that you said you would, and you'd have a result. You'd have more time to reward yourself afterwards, feeling proud of yourself and not guilty for putting off what you said you'd do. You'd have better feelings about yourself. And there are several things I want to mention to create more time. And the first one is the planning, and that's planning your time and scheduling it in your calendar. The second thing is to make decisions. And we have to pre-decide what we're going to accomplish. So once you've decided what you're going to accomplish, then you have to decide to show up and then you have to decide to follow through. So there's a decision before, there's a, there's a decision during, and then there's a, there's a decision after. And deciding to bow out and do something else is a decision. So let me give you an example of this. If you pre-decide you're going to be a nutrition coach and you're so excited about this and you've been certified, what I want to say is you become a nutrition coach and you don't look back. You don't give up or give in because you don't know how to be a nutrition coach. You don't know what it takes to be a nutrition coach. And everything you're going to do is brand new. And you just need to commit to yourself for an entire year on that one goal. And you want to keep moving forward. And you don't get stuck in indecision thinking about being a coach or changing your mind when you start having those doubts and fears that are going to show up every time you do something new. And you're going to think you've made the wrong decision. I want you to know that there is no wrong decision. This is a dream that you have, and you're here to honor that dream. And you're going to have doubt, and you're going to feel scared. That's just the survival brain protecting us from the unknown and the uncomfortable. And the third thing I want to mention is to take action. And you're not going to know the how you're going to take action. But you don't want to wonder and get stuck in the, I don't know how, so I think I'll just wait until I learn how. Just take action and do different things. The more ways you do and the more fails you have, the narrower the path gets. So say you are on a hike and there's all these different routes you could take. Say there's 10 different trails you could take. You narrow down the path that will get you there and you figure out which ones won't get you there. And you and those are the fails. And then you try a different path to see if it gets you there. So you have to attempt and fail to know that that's the way and to know that there's another way. And you begin to narrow down your options. And then you want to, when you take the action, you're going to create results. And the actions are in result mode. And that is, 
when you schedule and plan, you you give a specific ending, like I will record this podcast. You won't just put podcast because you could spend the entire time researching material or deciding what you're going to talk about, but it's that you will record the podcast. So there's a finished result that you have done. And having a plan you don't honor and you continually don't show up for is not going to give you the results. What I want to emphasize is just to begin to practice honoring yourself, honor your plan and make it mandatory for yourself. And you follow through on your word to yourself. So when you create it and you take the time to schedule it, you create the plan and you schedule the result in your calendar and then you show up for it. So I gave you the example of plan to record a podcast and tomorrow comes and my brain is going to tell me that I don't feel like it. It tells me to procrastinate. It tells me not to do something. It keeps me away from my fear, doubt and doing something hard because it's protecting me. But if I learn and practice to not support that part of my brain, I do it at 11 a.m. and I just start. And then I find I'm enjoying the process and I feel really good while I'm doing it. And when I'm done recording it, I feel a deep sense of accomplishment. I completed the result I wanted and I'm really proud of myself for having shown up and not listen to that survival part of my brain. And next, I want to talk to you about the best ways to save time. And that is to not have scattered energy on lots of things, lots of goals, but just focusing on one thing, one goal. So that one goal for the year and sticking with that and completing it before you move on to another goal. And of course, there's always going to be little mini goals under that big goal. And those would be like the monthly goals and the tasks under that monthly goal for the big goal. And then, as I mentioned before, it's to fail. It just means that the trail isn't going to get you, get you there and you just need to try something different. That's all it means. Keep learning keep moving forward. If you're afraid of failing, then you'll stop. You'll learn nothing and you won't get anywhere. And the year will be up and you're still not where you want to be. And this thing I want to mention, and that is learning to say no, that you have to be willing to say no to other people so you can say yes to yourself and to your own dreams and to your own clients to your own people, and to your own family. You have to be willing to say no. You have to be willing to let other people be upset. And you have to be willing to not please in order for you to make your time. And this has been a difficult one for me um, because I'm a people pleaser and I sign up for a committee or a volunteer position, and then it starts chipping away at my own time. 
and I schedule that and then it ends up being longer than I planned. And I want to fulfill the duty that I have. And it's happening right now with a silent auction committee that I'm on is that it's, it's taking my time away from me for just like a month. And I have to schedule and not let it affect my business or my self-care. And here's some great tips to manage your time. And that is to not try to do everything yourself. Delegate or trade, share jobs with somebody else. And if you know somebody that likes that job or you can hire them to do that job, then you only want to focus on your unique abilities and give those abilities that you aren't as good at or you don't enjoy to other people. There's always people out there who would love to help you and would love to do those tasks. The more time you can spend in your unique ability, the more time you will have and the more money you will make. Delegate to others to do the things that are their unique ability. And then I've mentioned several times is completion. So much of our life is spent in in action, which means not starting things and then quitting before we finish. And finishing things creates momentum and it gives us more time with that energy. Think about the things that you start and never complete. It's so debilitating, not just energy that we're talking about, but integrity and honoring yourself and trusting yourself. And you will form an opinion about yourself based on how you treat yourself and what you do. So main topic here is time, but really it's honoring your commitments to yourself and completing the things that you start. And most people don't achieve the results because they're caught up in the busyness. All the busyness is in our head. It's in our thoughts. And it's a lack of planning and it's a mental laziness. We just write out a list and we start tackling the list and it's not getting us anywhere. And we're all over the place. It's just tossing things around in your head and then you don't have the clarity and focus to plan and complete a result. So if you catch yourself saying, I'm busy. Try to stop doing it. Just stop doing it, not try. Do Notice that you said you were busy and then reframe that sentence and tell yourself that you have plenty of time. You have chosen to not do something or you've chosen to not meet with somebody because it's not in your schedule and it's not the way you've planned your schedule. So you've pre-decided to not do something and that will free you up from that busyness and that scattered energy. And I just had mentioned the trying. So eliminate that the word trying, that you're trying to do something and 
just think about how that feels. It's like you're attempting to do something, but you don't know if you can really do it. So replace that try to I can do it and remove trying as an option. So you're just doing it. And then we all have distractions and our brain is wired to be lazy and it's untrained to stay focused. And it would much rather rest by allowing distractions to come in and it automatically wants to check the phone for messages or texts or emails or the latest tweet or Facebook post, whatever it is, there's things outside of us that are attracting our their attention. And we have to learn to stop those distractions and find a place to work that is distraction free. If that means putting your phone on airplane mode, or so you don't have access to your email to get that focused work, whatever it is that you're doing at home or with your employer, it's a distraction free zone that you give yourself every day. And then If you think you have so many things to do, you may be the person who is multitasking. And I just want to say you can't do two things at once. You're constantly shifting from one thing to to the other. What this doesn't take into account is how long it takes us to shift. We're much better working on one thing with focus and clarity and completing it and then starting the next thing because it's impossible to be able to multitask. And I highly recommend that you unitask one task at a time. So here are those final tips I gave you. Delegation, make sure you're focused on your unique abilities and completion and follow through and complete things before you start new things. And busyness, get rid of the busyness. And it's just revealing how much you're thinking about and not how much you're doing. And stop trying to do things. Trying to do things is a complete waste of time and just start doing them and stop distraction. The distractions are just pulling you off of your tasks and preventing your progress. And stop multitasking. It really doesn't exist. It makes everything take longer. If you can start making time in your life, it will change everything. And you will have more free time to rest and to play. And you will have better feelings about yourself. So really planning your time, focusing and being precise and following through on that plan. And it will change the relationship you have with yourself and the words you tell yourself that you're going to do. I always am working on this every day. And I know we all are. And so I think this is something that you can't beat yourself up about and that this takes practice. And every day you may mess up, but just start again. If Even if it's in during the day, you don't have to wait until next week or next month to start over. You can always start 
after you notice what you're doing and going back to honoring yourself and your word. I hope that you got some valuable insight and your time will be more valuable to you and what really truly matters to you. And I look forward to being here next week. And I hope you have a beautiful one, everybody. Take care. Hey, if you enjoy listening to this podcast, you have to come check out More You, my community of like-minded women. We show up to create the highest version of ourselves and elevate the quality of our everyday along the way. Head over to ontracklifecoaching.com forward slash join. That's O-N-T-R-A-C lifecoaching.com forward slash join. I'd love to see you in there. And if you haven't grabbed your copy of the Mindset Makeover, head over to ontracklifecoaching.com forward slash makeover and get a copy that teaches and inspires you to show up as your most extraordinary self.